Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we love to give a voice to the women whose story is moving, meaningful, and compelling. Y'all, I'm so excited today. I have a really good friend of mine on the show today. Her name is Jill Katz. Jill, welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here with you. Yeah, you, you look, you're such an inspiration. And by the close of the show, my listeners will know why. I just adore you. you do, you've been doing the right thing long before it was the cool thing to do. I'll just say that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am a mom of two brilliant, phenomenal children. My daughter turned 14 years old this past weekend, July. Wow. Um, and this, this one really blew my mind, I'll tell you that. I think up to this point, everything has seemed normal, but to have a 14-year-old, this is one of those ages that I, I really remember being 14, and, and I can connect to my 14-year-old self so well. It's like I, I know her. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's, that's pretty amazing. And, and I have a brilliant, creative, incredible son. And he'll be 11 in just a couple of weeks. Um, wow. And so I'm a very happy and proud mom. I, I have an amazing husband. And I have a dog who is 16 and a half. Oh, my gosh. So that's pretty cool. Someone in my town saw saw me with her uh, this this morning as I took my walk and said that she is a town legend. Oh, that's hilarious! I love it. So um, that's a little bit about me personally um, and professionally. Um, I am a, a talent strategy and communications expert. Um, I've spent over 20 years in the human resources talent area, and I absolutely love helping people find the best of who they are and the work that they do. Let me tell you something, folks. You would not believe anything that she just said if you saw her picture or when you see her. She she looks like she must have started when she was six because you are so ah! beautiful so youthful. You're so exuberant. Look, even on LinkedIn, your enthusiasm is infectious. I mean, it comes across, it catches fire. Um, I think that's how we first connected, but then we met in New York City for dinner and it was wonderful. I just felt like um, you're a soul sister and I'm so happy to have you on the show today. First of all, 16 and a half year old dog. That's crazy. I mean, that's amazing, you know, so shout out to your dog. And second of all, Shout out to you and your great hubby. That's a tough time, um, you know, to have an 11-year-old and a 14-year-old stuck at home during shelter in place. So um, sending you lots of positive vibes, all of you, um, during this tough time. So tell us more about HR Assemble. Well, um, I am... I am such a lucky person. You know, I, I consider myself a person that took some really big risks and, and gave myself a, a second chance at, at life and at career. Uh, I spent over 20 years inside of incredible organizations doing work that I loved. I fell into human resources completely by accident. So 
to totally disagree with your first comment. I'm sold um, to, <laughs> to, to disprove to disprove what Susan just said. When I started my career um, in the working world, human resources as a function didn't even exist. How's that? <laughs> wow! Wow! Yes. So, in the yeah. first, when my first company. The, it was actually still called the personnel department. That's how old I am. Um, <laughs> that's how old I am. And so my, in my very first company, I joined that organization um, as an account, account coordinator, an account executive assistant. Uh, and I didn't even know what human resources or talent was because there was no such thing at the time. And I became very interested in recruiting and in performance management and employee relations and all the things surrounding the talent function and wanted to get into the function. And I went and approached the head of personnel. I'll never forget the conversation. And I said, I want to do what you do. And she said, no, 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 Jill, we need you. (laughs) We need you to do what you're doing. And we, we can't let you to, we can't let you come out of that. And that was when I left that company and I went into my first job in human resources and I spent 22 years working in the human resources field. And I had an extraordinary journey learning all about different businesses and companies. I had the opportunity to work in banking, in fashion, in retail, in consumer packaged goods. I worked in the internet world, in digital technology. Uh, I worked in media, in entertainment. I worked in huge public companies. I worked in privately held companies, owner-founder-led companies. I really kind of did the whole portfolio career thing before it was cool. Uh, and I just, I loved it. I really, really loved it and, and grew a personal passion for understanding what leadership was about and finding commonalities across industries, across people, across teams, and started this passion for people-focused leadership and I have to say that was pretty um, forward thinking and very forward thinking, actually, and progressive. And now we look at HR and it's really, um, you know, they incorporate professional development. They incorporate diversity and inclusivity. They incorporate all the things that positively impact the practices, policies, pay and pipeline at any company. And if you're not doing that, folks, that's not real leadership. Right. So <clears throat> truly you're you're doing it all doing it well and having started doing it long before it was cool like you said i love that it, it it's funny i i often tell the stories that for the first maybe 18 years that i was doing it i was getting in a lot of trouble <laughs> i bet i love it that, that's what you know it i just not long ago i may have maybe maybe this covid-19 thing has my head you know all all time is an illusion now so not long ago, it seems, I read this book called In Defense of Troublemakers. And I do think of you as one of those people. You change the system, you see what needs fixing, and you fix it. And you're courageous enough to say, hey, let's look at this through a new lens. 
So I love that. Um, you would love that book too. It's called In Defense of Troublemakers. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's a list in one of my notebooks of all the executives I worked with who, who told me how many fires I was starting, how many, <laughs> how many issues, how many issues I was creating and, and how many times I should, uh, stop creating trouble and stop asking questions. And, but I never did. Uh, I love I, that about you. You're, <laughs> you're the answer to, we don't do it that way. Uh-oh, here comes Jill. <laughs> you know? yeah, I, I did. I, I was often the person that people said, hey, can, you, can I step outside the room with you for a second? And, <laughs> so, you know, I got, I got used to that. Um, and then, you know, in, about five years ago, suddenly a lot of the things that I was asking inside yeah. the room and in trouble for, people started writing books and, and blogs and suddenly LinkedIn and Instagram and and Twitter were, were flooding with, with these types of conversations. And it's beautiful to see so many voices now joining in this chorus about leadership and how it doesn't belong to HR and, and, and all of these topics that have been, you know, part of my passion project for 20 years or more and people joining this field, people leaving other disciplines and coming into the talent field because they realized that leadership is what it was always about no matter what they were doing. And so it's so, it's so exciting to watch. And so I ultimately got to a place personally where I realized that I was spending my entire career provoking and challenging and caring deeply for so many giving you a round of applause because that's amazing and we need more courageous conversations and people who uh, to borrow from Brene Brown dare to lead which I believe you are one of those Um, well well thank you but you know the, the hard part of my story Susan is that I was doing it for everyone else um I I was I was provoking and I was challenging and I was courageous and I was caring, but there was a, there was a person that was getting left on the side. Um, and that person was getting really unhealthy and that person was gaining a tremendous amount of weight and that person was not seeing her children enough. And that person was becoming obsessed with making enough money to be able to pay for college and mortgage and, and if there should ever be something like a global pandemic. <laughs> um, and, and that person was ignoring just this one important person. Yeah. And- I think, <clears throat> I think a lot of us do that. We lift others up and then we forgot, we forget to lift ourselves, you know? So you could be talking to me right now, or about me, I should say. You are talking to me, but you could be talking about me right now. And I know a number of other women that fit that bill. I'm so glad that you, you know, emerged and found that you have to, you know, take care of yourself first in order to take care of others. Well, it was it was probably the the hardest lesson of my life. And so that that is really the reason I pivoted. And so I, I left corporate America about two and a half years ago. I, I had a, an amazing job. I loved what I did. I loved my team. I was making a wonderful living, but 
the person that was looking back at me in the mirror was not a person that I knew and loved and wanted to be anymore. And I started my company and in that one year, I really transformed everything about my life. I transformed the way I spent my time. I transformed the way that I worked. Um, and in the past two years, I have also lost 77 pounds. <laughs> Another yeah. round of applause because you know my story and you are my shero. And I think it's amazing. And folks, you're beautiful no matter what. Okay, so you know that, Jill, right? But you are healthy now. And that when people say, oh, Susan, don't worry about your weight. You're beautiful. It's not about my beauty or my looks. It's about I'd like to be able to go hiking with my kid and, you know, <laughs> go on a bike ride with my husband and, you know, breathe when I go upstairs. So you have done the what? some consider undoable you've done what is undoable so that's amazing um we'll show some pictures too we'll show some pictures so i i have a few questions i want to ask you and and look you can whether this applies to your personal life or professional life that's up to you because this show is about you the woman not you know selling anything or any kind of product or service or solution it's about you you the woman so when i ask you who was an inspirational mentor in your life Tell me that answer in the way that you want to tell it, whether it's professional or personal. I've had so many mentors. Nice. Um, and I really, I've been, I've been so lucky. Um, and to me, you know, mentors are people that help you see things in yourself and, and believe in you. Um, and, you know, there's three people that come to mind and, and all of them are, brilliant women. The, the first mentor that comes to mind is a woman named Carla Packer. And Carla was my boss. She was the head of HR when I worked at USA Networks. Um, I'm pr proud to say that she was a beautiful, brilliant black female who came in and and became my boss. It was a role that was hired into the organization. And she came in and we worked together for a pretty short time. And she was the person that promoted me in my career to director. So this was a very long time ago. And I was stunned. I didn't even really think I had earned it or deserved it or proven myself to her. And when she promoted me, I kind of said, why did you do that? <laughs> That's awesome, though. I mean, that you asked her. You, you need to learn, get feedback. That's a transformational leadership trait right there. Yeah, I, I said, you know, wow, why did you do that? And Carla said, because I believe in you and I see potential and I know what you can do. And what I remember, wow. what I remember feeling then was all I wanted to do for Carla from that moment forward was impress her, produce for her and never let her down. And that was my first lesson from a mentor. And she was, and still is, by the way, one of the most level-headed, thoughtful, methodical, 
strategic leaders I ever got to learn from. Um, and I'll never forget that. I wanted to always do good by her. And that was an amazing mentor. Um, that's an amazing story in and of itself, the way you started with it was a woman of color who saw something in you and you worked together to create success and to look great in her eyes and to do good things. That's powerful, especially in light of today's landscape. Well, that's why I like to say that because, you know, I, I am a, for anyone who, for anyone who follows me on social media, I'm, I'm you know, very passionate about these topics and particularly what's going on right now. And I think it's really important for people to know that for me, my very first mentor was a black woman. Um, and That's she awesome. taught me, she taught me most of what I know about this field. Um, and I talk about her and name her and tag her all the time. She's amazing. She was an, she is an amazing person and wow. funny and great. She's fabulous. So it's good that you're still in touch. How many years ago did you meet her approximately? Well, it was before I got married. So I'm going to say 19 or 20 years ago. Wow. That's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm not surprised because you are amazing. When we first talked, so I don't know how we got connected. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was through LinkedIn, but how we ended up on the phone together for two and a half hours, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it was some of the best time I've ever spent in my life. And I learned so much and we connected so well. And when I made my next trip to New York City, folks, we went to dinner together and it was like old friends. You know, I felt like I'd known Jill all my life. So, well, Jill, now is the time in my show that I do something called the wild card question. Now you're the one guest I have had of the 190 some odd guests who's not read the questions that I ask in advance, which was shocking <laughs> to me. So every question for you has been a wild card question. But part of my show is, um, yes, I send the questions in advance, but no, I do not get the answers from my guests because I want it to be an authentic and genuine conversation. So what I've added to the show is something called the wild card question. And I have a box of 144 thoughtful questions and I pull from that box and then I ask the guests, but only if they're game. So if you're not game, let me know. Oh, I'm game girlfriend. Bring it. <laughs> no shock there. All right. So I'm going to pull from my box. Ah, this is a great one. So Jill Katz, what is a motto or saying that you live by? Oh my God, I love this one. Um, life begins on the outside of your comfort zone. Ooh, we're going to quote that in the blog that we write because that's awesome. That's worth repeating over and over again. Um, yes, you are known for courageous conversations. You are known for embracing. Look, after that great feat of losing all that weight and changing your life and, you know, taking the risk that you took, this doesn't surprise me that that's your motto, but it's one that I think very few people adopt. And I think most people do live in fear and don't take the risk. You're very risk tolerant and you've succeeded. So I bet now you're extremely, um, you know, willing to do things you've never done, learn things you've never known. I love that about you. You've obviously been willing to meet people that you didn't know before. That's how we connected. 
And I just think that's tremendous. And you bring all that powerful energy and enthusiasm to your clients. And I know that folks, cause I follow her so closely on LinkedIn and we chat every now and then. Um, I know that, you know, not to sound cheeky, but you're sort of the me of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, you well, really that's deeply. a compliment to me. Do yeah. I don't take I don't take that lightly because you're you're a pr you're a pretty serious powerhouse, Susan Freeman. So thank you for saying that. Well, you did not say that, but thank you. And I, I like to say that we put our clients' best interests first. And we're not afraid to say no when we need to. And I think that that's what being a true advisor is. And you definitely are that. You're not just enthusiastic, but you're wise as well. So folks, check out Jill on LinkedIn, Jill K-A-T-Z. And then also look for the blog that I'll write about Jill and post on my website, freemanmeansbusiness.com, within 48 hours. Jill, if people want to reach you, and I know they will, how can they get in touch with you? Absolutely. Well, so I am on LinkedIn, and we're super active. Um, and so it's just Jill Katz, K-A-T like Tom, Z like zebra. And our website is www.hrassemble.com. Awesome. And look, you have lots of great great resources on your website too. So I always send people to your website and go check it out and then get to know her. Click, you know, connect on LinkedIn. She will accept your invitation and your life will change. You are really a positive addition wow. to my life and I'm grateful for knowing you. Well, it is 1000% mutual and I'm so excited for you and I compliment and share kudos with every person that takes the time to listen to your show and follow you because you have so much exuberance, so much positive energy, intelligence, and you have so much to share with us and teach us. And I have gotten so much by having your relationship in my life. So thank you, Susan, for being part of my network. People grab a tissue. You can tell we love each other greatly. So <laughs> lots of love and respect there. All right, Jill, have a great day. And um, I look forward to posting that blog cast within 48 hours, and then you can share it with your network. You're so remarkable. I'm so lucky to know you. Thank you for being in my life. Have a great day. Bye-bye, everybody.